Hey people, welcome back to the Slight Sarcasm Podcast. I'm Celeste. I'm Amber. And I guess this is November's episode. It's late November, but that's yeah. fine. It's still November, <laughs> you know? We took a little uh, siesta, sabbatical, hiatus, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I think like we talked about in the last episode, at least for the rest of this year, which this year ends in like a month, it, the episodes will be monthly. I think we'll kind of rehash it um, again in the new year and kind of mm-hmm. see like how we feel. Um, yeah. And kind of go from there. But yeah, I don't think it's affecting too much also like we talked about quality versus quantity like i know quantity feeds the algorithm but quality feeds my soul that didn't make any (laughs) sense but whatever no no that makes perfect (laughs) sense i totally agree yeah i'd rather put out good stuff than frequent stuff just to appease something or get us you know more recognized or whatever um so yeah um how you been since the last episode that we recorded it's been a lot of lows and yeah um but i'm better i yeah i i was thinking about this recently um i talk about like therapy a lot and how like beneficial therapy can be um there's a lot of like access issues with therapy especially like you know if you're a person of color trying to find a therapist who is a person of color um the medical medical care system in the u.s is trash like absolute garbage so there's all those things but if you have access to therapy therapy is something that you should definitely yourself, try to take part of whatever. And I talk about that a lot and whatever. And we talked about that a lot. As someone who's been in therapy since April, the past like few months of therapy have been awful. And mm-hmm. it's not even, it's not my therapist or what we're doing or anything like that. It's literally like, I'm just going through shit. And it's hard and it sucks. And the past like couple months, like I have literally not been wanting to go to my sessions and my sessions are every other week. I go to therapy twice a month and that has been extremely hard for me to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure my therapist can tell. (laughs) Um, But after like, it's just been like really, really, really hard because I'm going through so much crap and I think that's something that like people don't talk about a lot especially on the internet right now everybody's like go to therapy go to therapy go to therapy and it's like okay yeah but therapy is literal work and if you've never done mental emotional work it is hard and um yeah that's a lot of the reason why I've just been going through it and then we started like a new um um therapy thing a a new thing in therapy I think it's called EDR um so I'm doing that in therapy as well and 
Yeah, I'm someone who's like super analytical and EDR is kind of like hard for me to wrap my head around because it's not super tangible and like also results may vary and also like if it's an it doesn't have to like always work all the time every time we do it and that's really hard for me to wrap my head around because I'm just like I don't know how I'm supposed to feel or what to do and then like she's like that's okay and I'm like is it though <laughs> like and so I don't know but yeah yeah between that and just like all the shit that I've been going through therapy's been really really hard and this mm. I had an appoint appointment last week yeah and it was like the first time in months that like I felt good after therapy like um so that's really good but yeah the past few months have been well I, that's good that you're you know maybe maybe this is a sign that things will get better going forward and you know you'll be able I to hope so child yeah I know I know yeah but uh sorry that you're going through all that stuff I yeah I can say it's <laughs> been a lot of the same for me I've been um just trying to reorient myself with my goals and things that you know I should be spending my time and energy on and you know letting go of a lot of um baggage and even people that, you know, haven't really been um, holding up their end of the deal <laughs> as far as our relationship is concerned. And like kind of talking about like friends or old friends or, yeah, you know, um, really just trying to recreate my circle and keep people in that are providing me with value. And I hopefully provide them with some value and getting rid of people that you know aren't serving me right now and it's not to say that I'm not going to talk to these people again it's just like right now I'm not focusing on my energy on trying to repair something that just maybe needs time or you know distance or space to uh repair itself if if it does right so um and and I'm also I think trying to apply that with work as well um I'm really struggling to just stay motivated and get things done because I know they have to get done. I'm letting a lot of stuff like pile up right now, which is really stressing me out. But, you know, I can only blame myself. I I, I have to kind of, uh, you know, get moving back on that stuff. And another problem, uh, or it's not really a problem, but like a, another thing that's kind of been thrown into the mix is I've started taking my... ADHD medication again for the first time since uh, I think 2016 like pretty much when I finished up with college um, that was the last time I actually took my medication that had been prescribed to me um, and before that I had taken it for like six or seven years so um, you know this this gap has taught me a lot of things that you know I can fix some things by just having better behavior and better attitude towards things like being organized or whatever. And then other things like, like my communication issues and, um, you know, stuff like that. It's, I just can't fix it on my own. Um, so being medicated has really reminded me, um, I guess it's reminded me that having help is good, right? So just like with your therapy, having someone to help you through 
what you're going through is good. And for me, having someone, you know, at least my doctor and, um, <clears throat> you know, my, my partner, just having people support me and work with me while I'm getting back use of my medication and having that affect me in the way it does, all that stuff is really, uh, you kind of have to remind yourself that it's kind of worth it because you need it. So, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, so <laughs> for our, view, our listeners, uh, I was going to say viewers, for our listeners, you know, those are kind of reasons why we've been in and out. And, you know, we're really just trying to make sure our personal lives are good so that, um, I mean, we're, we're able to function, right? So, and again, it's back to like quality stuff. So we don't want what's going on with us personally to affect how we deliver this podcast. So it really takes a lot for us to get into the headspace where we feel like we're ready to create and share our thoughts with everyone else. So I think Celeste and I just spend a lot of time ranting to each other <laughs> personally. And I, and I think that helps, but yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that whole long spiel to say, we're here for today and we're ready to record and Celeste is going to let everyone know what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Um, so today's episode is going to be, we're going to do no nuance November. If you are on the internet, especially on TikTok, um, honestly, at this point, if you're on the internet, because <laughs> TikTok bleeds into like literally every other social media, yes. um, especially like twitter and instagram like i will say twitter is first because i think the way twitter works um when it comes to like the interface is a lot more similar to tiktok um than like instagram is um so I've seen stuff on TikTok and then saw it on, then went to Twitter and saw it on there like an hour yep. later. Yep. Versus like yep. on Instagram, like it takes like a day or two for it to like get there. They're like yeah. super behind on like the trends. Like I'm like, dude, this trend was like <laughs> four months ago. Like, yeah, don't you hate it when someone like DMs you a video that you saw on TikTok like yeah, a month ago? Yeah, like you're just seeing this and they're like, oh my god, look at this, it's so funny. I'm like, yeah, I've been there, done that. Like, yeah, trying to sound like I, uh, you know, some kind of like hipster from 2012. Like, I, I did that first, so yeah, um, you know, I did it before it was cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to pretend that I'm an older Gen Z, even though in a lot of spaces I probably am, but whatever. Um, but yeah. On TikTok, I think it was especially last year. Um, I haven't mm -hmm. seen a ton this year, but um, they had this thing called No Nuance November. It's pretty much where you put your opinion or... Um, like a hot take. Like a hot take, yeah. into Onto like the internet and you don't explain it. You don't give oppo like opposing sides or anything about it. You just kind of like posted and keep it pushing and a lot of people have yeah. like discussions in the comments um but the whole point is for you to like not do a follow-up video not nothing just put your opinion or your hot take into the universe and that's that which yeah honestly i feel like 
also no no nuance november no, no nuance november was for like the activists the yes. um the people who are like my stomach the people who are like educating like people on race and culture and um just how fucked up like all the systems in the u.s and in the world are like it was for those people because a lot of those people on tiktok i feel like get the most hate the most like they get a lot of nonsense thrown at them and they're constantly having to like argue with people on the internet about how um they're just terrible people (laughs) because like because people don't like to be called out like people don't like their feelings hurt and it's just like yeah those way of thinking is racist or sexist or misogynistic or whatever and they're like no it's just like okay but yeah um so we have some hot takes of our own we're gonna participate this year i came up with some and then some i stole from other people because i was like "Ooh, i agree with that but yeah that's my list i have a few that are mine and then i've also been thinking of some of the kooky shit that i've seen uh, on like twitter for example um and i'll try to talk about a couple of those as they come to mind um but yeah do you, do you want to go first or give an maybe maybe just give an example of one something yeah. super basic um oh <laughs> okay um my okay so an example of one that i have is there's nothing wrong with shoplifting oh <laughs> Yeah, so so to to continue with her example that I totally disagree with, but that's okay because I'm not supposed to say anything. The point is, she says it. That's her piece. That's yeah. it. I mean, now, if I what, want to go ahead, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say what what we've seen is people will make a video on TikTok, for example, or or tweet um, their that opinion, and then people in the comments will just tear each other up, either agreeing mm-hmm. or disagreeing. Sometimes. I've seen examples where people like I did see one where someone said dipping popcorn in juice is good. And literally every hundreds of comments, literally every single one that I saw was like, you're crazy. That's stupid. That's gross. So there are some, some examples where people either totally agree or totally disagree. Yeah. So, (laughs) but it's still, it's still your own opinion. You're stating it and you're not following it up with anything. So so I, okay. I I can't even tell if that's something from you or if that's something you saw that you thought to bring up. I'm like, I think that, I disagree with that one. Um, <laughs> actually, I didn't read the rest of what I said. Okay, so actually, oh, okay. it was there's nothing wrong with shoplifting shoplifting from big corporations. Okay, see I, now that changes opinion for a lot of people. Yeah, I well, I think, huh? Well, I, I think it would change opinion for some people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I told because like once you like said something, and then I was like, oh yeah, I did not read the rest of that what I said, um, mm-hmm. or what I wrote down. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like that's self-explanatory. Yeah, like people steal from Amazon all the time, and 
if you do it and my thing about that though with amazon is that if you return stuff to amazon they just throw it away anyway so (laughs) um yeah so but that's an example of some of like the hot some of them are a bit deeper i think a lot of the a lot of mine are like a bit more like activist related kind of um but yeah some of i saw some of them i saw some on like the internet that were hilarious that i like 100% disagreed with and then some of them yeah you don't have to agree with what we're saying or disagree or anything like that a lot of this is kind of like supposed to make you think a little bit and be like why do you feel that way or why does someone feel that way or how do you feel about it Mm -hmm. um or maybe it's like some things some hot some of the hot takes i saw that i was just like oh i never thought about that like yeah yeah so so yeah um do so do i have the chance to respond to what you say or or you respond to what i say or do we just keep yeah you can respond yeah okay i guess i gotta say you can be like you can be the commenter like in the comments i i will i will say i do not agree with shoplifting i've never stolen anything in my life i never planned to just because celeste is rolling her eyes at me (laughs) but hear me out right for me that is like I don't know why it bothers me so much, but like it really bothers me. And I, it, it makes me think back to this story. And I feel like people listening are going to be like, what the fuck did you do that for? But hear me out because this is just an example of like how much I don't like people stealing. I, <laughs> I, I'm, okay. So this is hilarious though, because for me to tell the story, I have to preface by saying I skipped school with my friend. So I was already doing bad shit and I was, <laughs> I skipped school with my friend, right? And in my town, the local hangout was fucking Walmart. But I went with my friend and we were walking around the store. I'm not going to name, mention who they were or whatever, yeah. but mm-hmm. walking around the store with them and they decided to take a basketball that was in, you know, the sporting goods section, take it out of the um, packaging in the aisle and just walk around with it as if they had walked in with it. And, you know, it was just something they were carrying with them. And so in return, when they would have gone to leave the store, they would have just walked out with it. I saw this happening and I was like, why would you do that? And they were basically like, you know, don't worry about it. It's not your problem. I I got this. I'm going to take it because I want it. And I, (laughs) I, I had some things, I was like buying snacks or something, but I asked them to go, and grabbed me something because I was in line, um, like ready to check out or something. And I asked them to go grab me something. And when they left to go grab it for me, I put all my stuff down, walked out the store and drove home and left them at the store. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Because I'm just like, I can't, I'm not going to be an accessory to you. Like, I'm not going to get a ticket or get arrested because you want to steal a $12 basketball because you can't like I'm not doing that so yeah no so (laughs) that that's just kind of been like the mentality I've carried now to play devil's advocate quickly before we move on there are some some scenarios where I think stealing is totally valid one if you don't have a choice if your kid is sick 
and you need some cough medicine for them and nobody is willing to buy it for you, yeah, you can take some cough medicine from the drugstore. What I, I, that that sort of situation, I don't, I don't try to judge when people are stealing because they need something. So like I watch like shoplifting security videos every once in a while where people will get stopped as they're walking out of store and they'll have like a bag of like a, like socks or you know like medicine like I was saying stuff like that and I always feel bad and and sometimes even the people who stop them will offer to buy it for them or whatever because it seems like they really need it but if you're walking out of a store with some electronics or you know a bunch of like high priced items so you can sell them on the street or something like I'm not gonna feel bad for you getting in trouble for that because you shouldn't be doing that that's all I gotta say and, and Celeste is still like hey but if it's like a mega corporation and whatever, right? I, I get it. But to me personally, I, I can't, I got to draw the line at that. So yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Also like, yeah, I will say like, obviously in our society, stealing is looked down upon. Like it's a moral yeah. code. Like you don't steal. I'm just saying, you know, who cares? Oh, wait, this is this is supposed to be your no nuance. Okay, yeah. So so that's your stances. Who cares? Okay, got it. Yes. Okay, I got I got one. Um, this is a personal one of mine. I'm ready to fight people if they want to fight me on this, but I think mashed potatoes are extremely overrated and I do not like them. Hold on, repeat it. I think mashed potatoes are overrated. Celeste is shaking her head very very hard she was very disappointed to hear me say that oh my but god i will stand by that i do not like mashed potatoes i think they're overhyped they don't even taste that good unless you heavily heavily season them and the texture is nasty <laughs> <laughs> See, so she's like kid you can't even say anything so I mean, but that, that's, okay, that's what I gotta say. All, wait, first Uh-oh. of all, your opinion is wrong. Mashed potatoes are mm-hmm. amazing. First of all, potatoes in every form are amazing. I didn't say Except I don't like scalloped. potatoes. Scalloped potatoes creep me out. I feel like white people Why? invented scalloped potatoes, oh and God. that's just disgusting. They no, white people look invented gross. boxed potato flakes that you add water to to make nasty-ass mashed potato paste. Okay, as someone who does not like to cook, that sounds like a really cool idea. Um, oh. I have not tried it, though, because I always eat, like, regular mashed potatoes. It First of all, it's a potato. It's gonna be, like, I, I it love don't potatoes. got no sugar in it. I love potatoes. <laughs> if it's a texture thing, like, I totally understand, like, like I don't like, um, oh, what is it called? Cod- I don't like cottage cheese because cottage cheese because of like the texture so like i totally Mm -hmm. understand if it's like a texture thing um it just sounds like to me you haven't had good mashed potatoes i love a good mashed potato (laughs) i love a good potato salad uh like yeah i actually don't like potato salad either oh my god (laughs) (sighs) she's like give me that black card yes (laughs) yes <laughs> i'm kidding now no that's fine i think you you will take and give back my black card over and over again today. Uh, <laughs> i can't believe you don't like mashed potatoes i'm like rethinking I our friendship know. i can't i, I literally can't, can't think of a single instance where i've had mashed potatoes and be like that was amazing that was great i, I can't even think of like something where i was like okay that was really good no i don't like mashed potatoes i've tried so many times i've tried to make them myself 
I've let other people make it for me. No. Wow. Well then, okay. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. your turn. Um, okay, okay, okay. So like along the like food thing, um, coconut water is trash and aloe smells like bodily fluids. Okay. That I agree and disagree with. I like coconut water, but I agree that and aloe vera, they both smell like coconut water to me smells like spit that you've like put in a bottle. It it just smells terrible. But it tastes very good and then at some point once the coconut water warms up, it starts to taste like spit. And that's when you can miss me with that. So I agree. It's kind of nasty. And yeah, there's, there's, yeah, I kind of agree with that. one. <laughs> it's refreshing when it's ice cold, but in any other capacity, no. <laughs> yeah, no. And I'm half Jamaican and I don't like coconut water. So it is, yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, that's something serious. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I think people would only disagree because they would say, obviously, it's, you know, it's good for hangovers full of electrolytes and aloe vera is good for your skin. And, you know, people get some white people get sunburned all the time and that's what they use. So, OK, real. Uh, I will amend it and say real aloe, like from the plant smells like bodily fluids, a specific uh, okay. bodily fluid. Yeah, um, not like something Not like the aloe, aloe vera white gotcha. people put on. I feel like that's like oh, artificial. Okay. Like that has like a... Because it doesn't smell the same. Like when I cut into an aloe the first... I bought an aloe plant and I cut into mm-hmm. it the first time and I was like this is horrendous. It's nasty too. It's really like slimy and, yeah. and stringy. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Okay, let me see if I got another one on here. Um, okay, so this one's still kind of silly, but we'll say, um, yeah, virtual. <laughs> I, I, this is another one of mine. Virtual. I can't even say virtual. Virtual tarot reading or fortune telling does not work. It is a waste of money. You cannot get your fortune told or your tarot cards flipped on a TikTok live stream and expect that to work for you. I I, I just, I see, okay, again, I, I would feel obligated to provide context. And the only context I would say is, I think it just has to be done in person. Yeah. For it to have any effect legitimately. Yeah, I, I like have no opinion and also like kind of agree. I, um... I think group readings are good. Um, Like when you're just like, there's sometimes where like um, some of the astrology guru girls, um, they do like group readings like collectively for like what the next month is going to be like or something like Mm -hmm. that. I like that. Um, But yeah, like a one-on-one, like, yeah, like you popping in the chat. Mm, I don't think... Yeah, I kind of agree. Like, if you're, like, a if it's a virtual one-on-one in which, like, yeah, if it's a virtual one-on-one, then yeah, but, like, if you're popping into the chat and, um, it's, yeah, in the t- into the TikTok live, I, and the girl is, like, um, I don't know, like, 
mashed potatoes 91210 like this is your <laughs> reading let me pick some cards for you like i mean right. i don't know like i don't know yeah so i like i kind of have no opinion but because like i i don't know like i don't really know how like tarot card readings and stuff like that like works um so i'm not a hundred percent yeah so i don't know but yeah like i i get where you're coming from though yeah yeah so i i, I mean because I I think about the stuff that we see nowadays where, you know, you get stuff, uh, pe- you know, even people are tweeting, like, if you're an Aquarius born on this day, you're going to have a great day because of this isn't this. How are you supposed to know that? Like, how are you generalizing something to these people that you're not even having anything to do with? So I, I, I'm seeing this stuff happening on social media. And then I'm also thinking back to Miss Cleo, if you remember her. Yeah. I don't know if this, this might be before some of time, but... Call me now. Yeah. Miss Cleo was a sham. And oh, yeah. Rest rest her soul. She has now long passed. Uh, but has it been that long since she's passed? It's been like four or five years. I think she died in like 2015, 2016. Mm. But anyway, I just remember. I heard she wasn't that. even Jamaican. That was, that was a theatrical act. She was born in LA. She was raised in an Afro-Caribbean uh, like neighborhood or area from what I understand. Mm. But that was a character. And she made a killing from that. Like, she really, her whole career was based off of her pretending to be a a fortune teller from Jamaica with this thick accent. And, or, you know, maybe just from the Caribbean somewhere. I don't know if she ever said she was from, tried to say she was from Jamaica. But anyway, she made all this money because people would call in, call her hotline, give money. And then have some random generic fortune told to them. But anyway, and, and even the calls, I think they, they came out later that the, the calls that they say you can call for free or whatever, they weren't free. You get charged. But that was back when people had landlines and, you know, that was kind of um, Yes, youngins, back scam. in the day, yeah. we had to pay <laughs> per minute and per text. Okay, there were, and then... AT&T, I think was it AT&T introduced rollover minutes oh and they yeah. had those little, they T-Mobile. had all those commercials where they oh, were like those yeah. ro- like those minutes are from September and he's like but they're still good they're rollover <laughs> minutes yeah 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 and then um you had to pay to go on the internet on your phone and oh it was God. like a million dollars or something like that and if, and if you were like me you had a a razor, a flip phone that was a razor, yeah, but it same. had an internet button. Same, yeah. And if you accidentally clicked that button, it was too late. You were gonna get charged. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, anyway, if we could talk. We should do an episode on like throwback stuff. That would be fun. No, but, it's gonna make me feel yeah. Old. So that was my that was my take. I think virtual tarot, fortune telling, uh, psychic readings, they're bogus. Yeah, I agree. Um. Ooh, okay, my next one. I saw this on TikTok and okay. it had me cracking up. So, if Trump is president still, he can't run for president in 2024. Ooh, I like that one. That's good. That's good. Y'all better edit those shirts. Again. <laughs> I just I keep thinking about people. I saw this um 
this video of somebody at a merch tent and they were selling Trump 2024, I you know, shirts and hats and whatever. But on their stand, they had this big giant like tent and the tent had a Trump logo with Trump 2020 on it. And they just took a big ass Sharpie mm-hmm. and scribbled over that last zero. Yeah. <laughs> for, mm-hmm. I mean, reduce, reuse, like, recycle. Uh, yeah. But I mean, yeah, you can't. I can't believe it's what it's literally almost December. It literally has been one whole year since Trump has not been got voted out. Got yeah, move. since he since someone else was was voted in his place, and he, they they are not over that shit still. Y'all, your people are still getting arrested for what happened on January sixth. Speaking of, just earlier this week, uh, the Q and A Q and on shaman uh, Jacob Chonsley or whatever his name was, he got forty one months in prison. Because he was one of the first people in there. He was at the podium. He left a little creepy note and stuff. Like, your people are still getting caught up for that shit. Still getting prosecuted. 41 months for attempting to take hostage, like, a bunch of... Yes. Okay. Right. See, and this and, is and, they, and these are the same... I know. And these are the same people who have the nerve to complain about jail conditions and shit like that. I, I could go on a whole tangent. Because yeah. I've been watching a lot of news lately because I've been following a lot of court cases. I don't want to get into it, but yeah. <laughs> I, I could go on and on, but you people are delusional. You continue to be delusional and that's fine, but just know if he's currently still serving and you're still taking direction from Trump while he's on his fucking yacht in Mar-a-Lago or whatever, like it's not going to be valid past 2024. So, officially. If that's how you want to play it. Yeah. I'll hear... We'll, when 2024 come, we'll hear what the tune is. Because they're going to switch up like they always do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got another one. Uh, okay. Here's another one of mine. <laughs> this is another uh, food-related one for me. But hear me out. Goldfish? And M&M's are a top-tier snack combination. And I'm saying goldfish mixed with M&M's, like, almost like trail mix. It's incredible. Or, or if you're not familiar with that, that taste combo, potato chips and a chocolate bar. Superior combo. <laughs> I don't want to know what your pantry looks like. I, it look, it looks all, like you can imagine. First of all, goldfish are trash. Goldfish are not good. I'm not eating goldfish plain though. I'm eating it with M and M's. And then, or I get hold on. And plastic. then also, plain M and M's are disgusting. Oh my gosh! Come on. Yes, they are. Everyone knows peanut M and M's are elite. If you're gonna go well, for M and M's, you get peanut M and M's. And I don't like them. They're too hard to chew. They're they're too big. Okay, <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm not understanding. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I know it's a first. Pers- it's a me problem, not a you problem. Like, I mean, I get the salty sweet thing. Like, I totally understand go. that. But she gets it. There she are so it. many other different combinations that sound so much better than. 
M&M's oh, and hey. goldfish. <laughs> don't knock it till you try it. I will never try it because I don't like goldfish <laughs> and I don't like M&M's. <laughs> like, so. Hey, it's just like it's just like when you were at the movies and you see people put raisinets in their uh, popcorn. Same thing. It's delicious. No, because raisinets are trash. Either like, eat chocolate okay. or have I, a I raisin. Agree. Why are we hold putting on, it together? On. I agree with you. Raisinets are trash because they taste like the cardboard box that they come out of. But chocolate-covered raisins in general incredible no lovely absolutely not easiest way to regulate your body no <laughs> eat some candy eat some like, candy no. get some get some nice bowel movements going on come on i was like in which way are we regulating our body <laughs> in your bowels in your bowels uh, uh, no i disagree with all it's your choices and i'm a picky eater yeah no. yes that okay right but i said what i said yeah i know and i 100 <laughs> percent disagree with you okay agree to disagree yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> your opinion is wrong okay um um oh my next one is it's okay for your actions not to match your beliefs 100 percent hmm I agree with that. I want to add some context to this one. Um, This is... I'm saying this because we live in a capitalistic society. It is very hard to preach... Is I mean, we talk about a lot of different things. um, Like being um, anti-capitalist or um, talking about big corporations and all these companies that um do all these terrible terrible things and the fact and like the gap between like the rich versus the poor right like rich meaning you're making 10 million dollars or more um and or have 10 million dollars or more not you little girlies who think you're rich making like a hundred thousand dollars a year you're not rich um yeah that's where kind of like the framework of that is. It's very hard to like not shop on Amazon, but there are just some things that you need on Amazon. And that's how the system is set up, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why that's where that is coming from. My immediate thought with that was and, and can you can you say it again? Um, it's okay the- for your actions not to match your beliefs 100%. Yeah, so so the first thing that came to mind for me was things like activism, um, and and active activism. So you could be pro black, pro Black Lives Matter, pro any any of those sort of you know social movements or social groups and things like that, and not be out in the streets, you know, actively protesting or something like that. But maybe you're you know giving money to uh, you know, bail funds or, um, you know, different agencies or, you know, providing legal services or something like that, or you're doing pro bono work or you're volunteering, you don't have to, or, or, um, maybe you're, you are one of those people who are out in the streets and, and, you know, very visible and very engaged, but you're not posting about it on social media or something. So how could people know? Right. So I think, um, the way I interpreted that was, that was, a 
it, it takes me, you can take many different forms and still be a supporter or still, um, you know, show, show your, your point of view, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So I got another one that's, uh, this one I did see on Twitter and I, I think I agree with, I think this is a very, uh, very interesting one to think about. Gun licenses should come with liability insurance. So just to give context, assuming that you have a license to operate a gun or have like a concealed carry license or something like that, you should also be required to have liability insurance in case you accidentally or intentionally harm someone or someone's property with that weapon. Yeah, like like you have to have insurance when you have a car. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I feel like... um, yeah, that makes sense. I never thought about that as someone who yeah, I thought, does yeah, not... I thought it was a great point. Yeah, especially as someone who does not like guns. I feel like if you had liability insurance whilst owning a gun, I feel like it would solve not all of the issues, but it would solve, like... I feel like it would make a lot more people comfortable with the way guns are in our in our society especially in and, the US. Yeah, and also I think it would have um a suppressive effect on those with the guns because they would say, "Oh, well, before, you know, they maybe they would take an extra couple seconds to think if I were to discharge this weapon at this person or whatever, uh, you know, I I keep thinking honestly of Kyle Rittenhouse case and uh the McMichael Ryan case um those three who are responsible for killing Ahmaud Arbery, I, I keep thinking of those two cases explicitly when, when we're talking about this stuff, because for example, um, and I was, I was afraid to talk about this because it's really like a very touchy subject for me right now, because I'm very um, clued in on what's happening with the trials and stuff. And obviously with Rittenhouse, uh, we're recording this on the 22nd, um, yeah, so that happened. Already yeah, been acquitted. Um, yeah, Rittenhouse was acquitted. He had last an week. interview this morning or something like that. I, I did oh, see that. Jesus. Yeah, where he said he's uh he supports Black Lives Matter. Isn't yeah, that interesting? Yeah, and he was. But like, that's a whole other. It wasn't about race, but the protest right, yeah. was about race. Anyway, continue. Whatever. Um, but yeah. So again, I I think about that right. So maybe if the McMichaels had liability you know, liability insurance or, or, um, they knew that if they were to fire their weapon and injure or kill someone, for example, uh, Mr. Arbery, if they were to do that, they would have to either pay for medical fees if he's injured or, you know, it comes out of their pocket in mm-hmm. some way. Maybe they would not consider using their weapons against or him, Or right? even, um, what happened with Baldwin. Yeah. Right, with Alec Baldwin. So for yeah. those of you that might not know, um, that's another case that's going on where a lot of people are talking about um, gun safety and, you know, especially even with, with things like prop guns. So the, the issue there is, one, why was a real gun loaded on set? Why are they not using the proper prop material 
you know, firing blanks and things like that. And I mean, there's still a chance for an accident to happen with blanks and stuff being involved. But why are there projectiles loaded into this prop gun? Why is there no proper safety training and, you know, safety? There should be multiple safety managers, not just one guy who, you know, is in charge of doing the whole thing, right? And, And all that sort of stuff. So maybe if they had all these extra steps that they would have had to take in order to even just have a gun like that on set, they would think twice about messing around and clicking the trigger yeah, for no reason or whatever. And he would not have accidentally shot two people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. That I think that's also a bit more messy as well because mm-hmm. they're like a lot of the um, Hollywood, um, a lot of those like um, people who work on films and stuff like that um, either are still on strike or were on strike at the time. Yes. And so I heard there wasn't a lot of people around and then like it was just like a hot mess. Also, like I recently saw Ava DuVernay um, talk about how when she had a movie that she directed um, that had a gun on set and it is protocol for her to look at the gun and she was like, I think that's kind of messed up because I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. Hmm. And so she was like, I have to rely on other people to do right to know what they're doing so that like your own safety. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's yeah. But yeah, I agree. Like having like that liability insurance would like greatly help in. Yeah. Specifically in for guns. Yeah, for sure. I think, yeah. I agree. If, and, you, if you have any oh, license, sorry, yeah. you should have even like I'm even thinking now about like engineers and architects and like all these people like um, like trade licenses, like electricians, plumbers, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All of you should have like some form of insurance with your license so that if something goes wrong, someone can't like directly sue you and take all your shit right like it's giving like mini llc like a little buffer without having to like go through like the llc thing if you don't like right want to do that yeah yeah and also again one more time thinking back to uh these current cases going on maybe if rittenhouse knew that because he didn't purchase that ar-15 that he took with him to downtown kenosha uh because his friend had purchased it for him it was in his name he hadn't transferred the you know sold uh, had an official sale or anything like that to transfer stuff to his name maybe if he knew that if he were to shoot and use that gun that his friend would be the one answering for it you know officially because it would be under his ownership and again you know his liability there the liability comes back to him maybe he would not have taken it from his friend's house and and uh brought it with him yeah or like even like if you or also like if you're using uh like say you have a license but you don't have insurance yeah if you har- if you harm someone in any way or something, because you could also be shooting animals or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. it could be like an automatic like fine, like of a hundred thousand dollars, something like that, right? Like well, same with because like yeah. that's what happens um with like motor vehicles. Like if you're driving uninsured, it's like an automatic fine depending on like your state. 
Yeah, so so because um, I think with most, at least in the U.S., from my understanding is most states will say if you're uninsured and you cause an accident, you know, you're at fault, right? You injure someone, you hit somebody, it's your fault. You are responsible for the damages. And the reason why people have car insurance is because most people can't afford to cover damages. So you operating operating a vehicle without insurance is you knowingly accepting full liability for what happens. And that's why like in Virginia, you have to pay the state $500 just to operate your vehicle as an uninsured motorist. You can't even you you can't even just not make a choice. You can't just say, "Oh, I'm just going to drive it to drive it." You have to when you get a car and you're registering your car, you have to choose whether you're going to insure the car or not. And if you're not going to insure it, you have to still make it known to the state by paying those fees before you before you even do anything with the car. Because if you were to cause an accident and you're at fault, you're also assuming responsibility for those damages. So it's um, it's it's almost like a no-brainer, right? And like you said, you think of tradesmen and all this stuff. There's all these other things, even, even food safety, restaurants and stuff, right? You can't even serve people food without proper insurance and, and liquor licenses. You can't serve alcohol without being, you can, but it's illegal to do it without proper licensing, right? Like, all that shit is in place for a reason. Just having a piece of paper that says you can own this gun doesn't protect the people you kill with it. So, um, yeah, that, that I thought that was a, a great, great take. Yeah, I like that. Um, what's my next one? Oh, I have so many. I have like two more, but Okay, hold if on. Let more, me see. Just keep reading them. One, two, three, four. I have four more. I can just do okay. two. That's fine. Why don't you go through those four and I'll I'll read my last one after that. Okay. Oh, I have five. Sorry. Okay. Um, okay. I'll read off some of these um, and I'll discuss the ones that I want to discuss. Okay. So... I have DIYs are ableist. Um, I will quickly explain that one because I feel like I do it yourself is so overrated. Like I hate the DIY bullshit. And a lot of times, a lot of times do it yourself. I feel like do it yourself implies that it's easy and simple. I feel like that's where it came from. Hmm. But now DIYs are like, if you DIYs are like, yeah, this is so easy. Let's build and install a whole closet in our separate bedroom with like 50, 11 million power tools. And it took me like five months because I took a break because it was so tiring, but it was so worth it in the mm-hmm. end. And I didn't have to pay anyone else. And it's just like, and I saved $5,000, even though I have like $5,000 in tools sitting in my garage. And it's like, that's not a fucking DIY. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a good point in that. Also, too. not everyone can do DIYs in right. that way because they have physical or mental or emotional limitations. So yeah. Yes. DIYs are ableist. Um, what's my other one? Whew, okay. Black women in luxury. The movement is playing into capitalism. I'm not going to explain that one because that is 
a full sentence. Um, going into therapy is not a substitute for a systematic change. Um, a lot of people, I, I've seen uh, a lot of people on the internet talk about how people keep recommending people go to therapy because they're stressed or tired or overworked or anything like that. When really those people need systematic change. The systems need to change, not you. Because it's yeah. not your attitude about the um about the system it's the system that actually needs to change and mm -hmm. i also kind of feel like telling people to go to therapy when things need to systematically change is playing into capitalism as well um able-bodied people are ableist as fuck um i been, i've been following crutches and spice she's a disability and mm -hmm. communications advocate um her well she's a disabilities advocate and she is a communications officer like um in her like nine to five i love her she's amazing um very very well spoken yeah and she has the way the things that she's been saying has been has been opening my eyes to like disability and disability rights and things like that and um yeah and yeah definitely made me realize how ableist <clears throat> i am and i'm trying to change a lot of those things especially since i guess technic <sighs> i am i'm trying to like be better at being like i do have a disability because i do i have adhd so and i have anxiety and depression and i have pcos and so in a lot of ways i and i wear glasses like in a lot of ways like i am disabled um and we don't talk about how like there are a lot of a lot more people than you think are actually disabled and especially because yes. of covid a lot more people are going to be disabled and they Agreed. are constantly taking away um disability rights like all in access all the fucking time and um people on the internet are like that gadget or gizmo or whatever that is so lazy why don't you do this because some people are disabled <laughs> and they need those things like yeah so yeah able-bodied people are ableist as fuck um and my last one is gen z appropriates black lingo all of the time yes. people keep talking about um internet talk like oh what is like oh it's like internet talk gen z they talk so weird blah blah, blah whatever like what is finna gonna da, 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 da. and it's like no that is aave mm -hmm. that is the way black people talk the reason why it's here now is because it has been gentrified and we have the internet we didn't have like and social media like 10 well, i mean we did have social media 10 years ago but it's not the way that it is now and hip-hop culture is main culture yeah hip-hop hip-hop is um pop culture now so like we have more access to black people and their culture, especially in the United States, more than ever. And the girls are ripping us off. They have been ripping us off. Black people have been talking this way forever. And for all of you non-black people who try to use AVE, I'm going to need you to stop. Because I don't know what the fuck is finna gonna be, but that is not how those words work together. 
at all. Like AVE has a particular structure and rules and dialects. Not everyone who speaks AVE speaks it all the same across the United States. The way we talk in Virginia is not the same way we they talk in New York or Chicago or Texas or over on the West Coast. It is very, it's different. It just is different. Oh, especially the Florida girls. Florida, I love y'all, but... Like, sometimes I don't know what y'all saying. Y'all got a whole nother different type of AV down there. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, it's hard. It's hard. Um, sometimes I'll, I'll like, I'll be on Facebook. Most of my extended family is from, like, deep Florida. Like, swamp land. And yeah. All that. So I don't, you know, I have no fucking idea what they talk about. Yeah. So. Cannot relate anymore. Yeah. So I, yeah, so it's not internet, it's not internet talk. It's not, oh, Gen Z talk or young people talk or anything. It's AAVE. That's what it is. That's who we, that's who came up with it. And y'all are being exposed. Like the appropriation is going to be exposed. Oh, I would also, another hot take. Um, K-pop gentrifies black culture to the extreme. Like I don't see so much i haven't seen so much gentrification of black culture not even the united states y'all got the u.s girls in shambles because the way that k-pop appropriates black culture is absolutely insane they taken dances from um tanache like all the time a lot of the k-pop girls give tanache vibes but tanache did it first and does not get the credit that she deserves like it is absolutely insane like the boy bands and all that stuff like that is all black culture the the beats and like the the music and all that stuff the even the cadence yeah the cadence and all that stuff and even in the videos like the swag and Mm -hmm. all that stuff like that is appropriated from black culture a lot of times specifically black american culture and it is messed up like y'all don't and the thing is because y'all don't credit us and y'all don't have other black artists on your songs like y'all y'all did one song with Akon <laughs> 10 years ago and that's it. I ain't never seen another black artist over there. I I also have to make a point to mention here that I never have I heard of such a Ford and modern country like south korea that is still so anti-black if you are a black person living or trying to work or even trying to visit south korea you are going to have some interesting and probably even some unfortunate experiences i i have never seen somebody not say that they didn't encounter blatant racism discrimination or even like disgust by by the people that they're Mm -hmm. encountered with and in that country and and it's sad because like what celeste was just saying they have cap totally capitalized on black culture for at least for the last almost i'd say close to 20 years mm-hmm. now um probably even farther back yeah, at least at least oh yeah at least 15 years where it's been k-pop has been uh you know extremely popular and but if if you were to see those people that you so you know 
idolized so much on online and in your music and in your music videos if you were to see them in person you, you're going to treat them totally different it just it just makes uh, I, it's, i'm not going to say it doesn't make any sense because it does make sense because it's just how it is yeah but it, it's a damn shame yeah it's a shame yeah everyone loves black culture but hates black people yeah, that's why I will not be traveling to South Korea for quite a while. I think they still have a lot of maturity and growth to get through. And and maybe it's a product of, of the country booming so quickly because they really have, have made extreme technological advances in the last, I'd say, 30 years or so. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's just because they're, they're still trying to catch up culturally to what they experience economically. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that I, I think they it's shame so yeah yeah but those were mine um if you agree disagree let me know <laughs> i i will i will Amber go back and one. quickly add my last two um i i typed up another one because you made me think of one that is very passionate for me but i first i'll, I'll mention one that i already had ready to go which was uh U.S. state schools should provide free tuition to all in-state students. Mm-hmm. I mean, students that are accepted to the school. Mm-hmm. You should not be expected if you live in Virginia, if you live in Texas, if you live in Michigan, and you're applying to a state school, Michigan State, uh, Texas State, or University of Texas, I mean, even you know University of Virginia, you should not be expected to pay to go to your own state state school and and we i mean all we have to do is look to europe and uh, they're doing they're doing exactly that they're all any scottish resident can go to any scottish university for free any german resident can go to any german university for free maybe you pay for books and you know i don't know room and board or something but your tuition is paid for by the government because they value education Instead, U- U.S. has chosen to, once again, worry about who's getting the profit and, and privatizing these institutions when they shouldn't be. How are you supposed to feel confident in your education if it's driven by profit? Yeah. So that that's one of my Especially my if you're takes. not doing um, anything with the profit Howard University. But anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even get me started on them. Ugh. This disgusting like despicable what what those kids are going through i i hate that but okay my last take here before we wrap up and i i think i have to i have to kind of get on my soapbox a little bit for this one um but this what celeste was saying about um about ableism and how ableist or able-bodied people tend to be ableist or are ableist are ableist yes it made me think of the city of houston I think the city of Houston, Texas is one of the worst major American cities. And the reason why I think that is because it is car centric and it does not favor pedestrians, cyclists, low income people who have to rely on mass transportation and disabled people. You can go to a good majority of the city and the surrounding parts of the city and not find a fucking sidewalk. Mm-hmm. How hard is it to put a sidewalk in so that it's someone not. in a wheelchair 
who depends on their wheelchair or their power scooter or whatever to get them to and from the grocery store so they can get some damn groceries. How hard is it to put a fucking sidewalk in so somebody can feel dignified in going and traveling to the grocery store? There's something as simple as that. You can't find it there. They, if you even look at a map, an overview map of Houston, you'll see a lot, of, like a satellite map, you'll see a lot of empty space. Those empty spaces you're seeing downtown, like literally downtown where all these buildings and all this commerce and commercial stuff should be, it's fucking parking lots. Mm-hmm. They continue to build out this city for the car and it's like the most frustrating thing on earth to me so when you go and you try to look up you know let's say you just landed in houston and you know you're, you're there on vacation you're obviously maybe you don't have a car and you choose not to rent a car you're screwed mm-hmm. you might think oh i'm just gonna get dropped downtown and i'll be all good no you can't even find a fucking bus to get you to a to b they don't have rail services and if they do it's terrible it's trash it, it, <laughs> yeah it's it's just great the cycle lanes are non-existent because they don't care about cyclists so people are getting hit by cars constantly because they're walking the road they're cycling in a, in a unprotected lane you know they're injuring themselves because they're in a wheelchair and it's uneven or broken you know uneven grass or, or something or and there's like path, a high right? like the exactly the, yeah it's like way yeah, too or, high for them to like exactly. go over there's no slope yeah they're, right. You can't even, in some spots, you can't even get off the damn curb to cross the street yeah. because there, there's no, you know, there, there's no ramp. Yeah. How, how do you expect people who don't have, you know, two functioning legs and don't have a working car to be productive citizens in your own city? I, I think it's just really sad. And, um, I encourage people who are listening, if they're like, what is she talking about? I really encourage you to go on YouTube and type in Houston uh, or something like along the lines of Houston city planning or Houston pedestrian, some sort of like combination like that to see what I'm talking about. There's, it should be plenty of videos mm-hmm. available where people are describing just how frustrating it is to be someone who doesn't have a car or who cannot operate a vehicle or, or maybe they choose not to or yeah they just can't afford to right um i mean i even think about it like how are you you can't even get your kids to walk to school because it's not safe yeah they they're risking their lives to walk down the street to school because not even their neighborhood has sidewalks yeah that's sad as hell to me what's crazy is that um i actually randomly watched one of those videos on youtube um and it was nice a lot of a decision as to why i um decided to move to where i plan on moving in 2022 Mm -hmm. um but yeah it was a video of houston and it um and someone was had like came to houston and they were like walking and they were showing like how bad it was and it reminded me you're talking about yeah and it reminded me of um of when i think the summer after freshman year of college i was back home and i had like a little like government job and um my parents couldn't like take me because they had their own jobs to go to. I mean, this was like a nine to five job. So I would have to walk to the bus stop and 
I had to walk like half a mile to the bus stop. Um, and where I walked, half of it was sidewalks, half of it was no sidewalks. So I was like 19 female by myself, like early in the morning, walking in the sidewalk and then in the street pretty much to go like get the bus. And then I would take the bus down to like where, um, down to like where I was supposed to be working. It was like a industrial, like industrial park place. Like those places where like there's a bunch of buildings and like an office park. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, and the bus stop was like another, it was like maybe like 0.25 miles away from the bus stop. So, um, where I was working, so I would still have to like walk and those office park, industrial park places, they're notorious for not having sidewalks. So I was still walking in the street in like a skirt and like ballerina flats, (laughs) like walking to like work. And, um, and then also like if I didn't bring lunch or something, if I wanted to go get food, I have to walk across like the highway to mm-hmm. go get to like the Arby's or something like that and walk back. It was so like awkward and difficult and weird. And I did that all summer, like from June to yes. August. I did that for like three months and like it wasn't like, I mean, at the time, like I was OK with it because I was 19 and I was like, um, I was like, well, I have a job and I'm outside of the house. So like, this is cool. Plus, I w- yeah. that was also the time that I learned like all the lyrics to all of Nicki Minaj's albums. Um, <laughs> but that's an aside. Anyway, um, yeah, but like that that video reminded me of that time and how much I like and I live in Virginia, like, and it's that bad. Like, so I can, ima- I can't, mm-hmm. I can only imagine what it's like in Houston. Um, where I live in Virginia now, it's a tiny bit better, to be totally honest. But, um, yeah, like the sidewalk, as I work in utilities construction, so we do utility construction. So we do a lot of work in like, we do a lot of work in kind of like the right of way, which is where the sidewalk is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And people, I've seen a couple people or a few people on the internet complain about like, why is there fucking utility poles in the middle of the sidewalk? And it's, I'm like, it's because the utility pole was there before the sidewalk. I, I'm pretty sure the nine, nine times out of 10, the utility pole was already there. They technically can't move them because they're major utility poles, especially if they're like big and brown and they go up and they have like those like, um gray cylinders on them they're called transformers and um yeah nine times out of ten that utility pole was already there and so later on when someone finally when they got tired of people complaining about there not being um a sidewalk there they put in the sidewalk there they're doing that in my neighborhood currently and there are utility poles in the middle of the fucking sidewalk and instead of the city being like, hey, can we add a couple, like a foot, can we be a couple, like a foot or two onto your private property? We'll pay you to create, um, to create a sidewalk because I'm pretty sure most cities also have eminent domain anyway. So if someone said no, they could just do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, let's bu- and like bump out so that um, there's enough space in the sidewalk for 
um, people with disabilities, with, like, canes. Um, could you imagine, like, a blind person trying to get down the fucking sidewalk and there's a fucking pole yep. in the middle of it? Um, especially if you don't have, like, a dog or, or like, a... I, I watch a lot, of, a lot of stuff like that on TikTok. A lot of advocates for they they have a hell of a time yeah so like and instead of the city doing that they're just like we're just gonna stay in the right of way which is like kind of like the public use space um it's usually between the the right of ways like kind of like an arbitrary line but it's where the property line ends and where the edge of the road begins pretty much so um because it costs nothing to be in the right of way like pretty much anyone can be in the right of way um it's easier to put the sidewalk in the right of way instead of on someone's property because if you put it on someone's property you have to pay them and it's up in the air how much you you would have to pay for pay them because it's a long process you have to negotiate blah, 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 blah blah so instead of cities doing that they're just like whatever we'll just put it in the right of way and people have to be okay with that and it's exactly fucked up it's like oh we're doing the ada thing no you're not no no you're not like also they do this in northern virginia too we have sidewalks to nowhere there are these long ass stretches of sidewalks on the side of some long ass road or whatever some parkway or some shit and i'm like where the fuck is this sidewalk going where the hell are you going on this goddamn sidewalk it's so fucking long and if you know anything about northern virginia you know there's nowhere to walk unless you're like in dc or alexandria or something like that where the fuck are you walking to it's like a i mean in some ways it's a waste of resources but i'd I'd rather there be a random ass sidewalk for the two people a week that do Mm -hmm. use it than have them walking in on the guardrail on the on the side of a major highway right i will i agree as well but yeah i agree that it's kind of like we could also use those resources in more needy places because i'm pretty sure um a sidewalk on like john rolf parkway is not necessary right now (laughs) especially when there's literally where are you going to the the nearest kroger is like 20 minutes away and I understand that, like, someone in need will use it that, yeah, like you said, that once a week or something like that or whatever. But I'm pretty sure they're going to much rather get, like, a put a bus stop over there instead of, or something like that. Like, put a, put a bus stop in between that. There's no bus stop or anything. Like, I just, I don't understand, like, city planning. And, like, someone was like, you need to get into government. And I was like, absolutely not. Yeah, it's frustrating. That's what, I mean... I have a particular, I pay particular attention because I studied urban planning in school. That's what my degree is in, urban planning and regional studies, city planning, that, that sort of thing. Um, so I pay a lot of attention to stuff like this because it, I, I, I pay a lot of attention to it. And to see, <laughs> you know, to see all this stuff it created like like for example if we're thinking of houston right i'm sure there's plenty of examples of them building all these developments putting up new apartment house uh new apartment buildings or new neighborhoods with all this cookie cutter fucking builder houses that people just apparently cannot get enough of and then they forget the simple shit like maybe my kid wants to walk to school or maybe 
I want to walk to the grocery store instead of driving my car 40 minutes. I want to walk for 20 minutes. Or maybe I, I don't know, I, I like just simple shit that, that, that the average, they're not thinking of the, the person in the, that's in the car, in the situation they're thinking of. They're thinking of, well, the faster they can get to work, the faster they can start earning money. And the yeah. faster they earn money, the faster they can spend money. Yeah. But you're not thinking about what they do at any other point. And, and, and I think... I, I don't know. I think we could get into a whole other thing. But yeah. Maybe I won't. But yeah. <laughs> but I do, again, I, I'll finish up here by saying I encourage you all, if if this conversation, this lesson I had, made you go like, what the heck, I really encourage you to take a look at some urban planning videos. Um, th- I mean, there's there's so much good stuff on YouTube. I, I spend hours each week watching this type of material on YouTube. Um, but anyway... I, I think we'll you know we'll we'll wrap it up here and maybe save the ranting for that type of stuff for yeah yeah, episode. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah um so so let's oh that's okay go ahead yeah no no I was gonna say like yeah I have like so much other crap I could get we could yeah. get into about that because like yeah I'm fairly yeah. passionate about that kind of stuff but yeah no this was fun I liked our little no this no nuance whatever we tried to not add too much nuance. It's very hard. I, we always do. We always do. <laughs> it's very hard. We're coming back yeah, with I the nuance full force the next episode because nuance is the spice of life. Um but yeah, yeah this was fun. Um maybe we'll do this again next year. Okay. Uh so what's got you hot? Oh, dude, okay. So I had a couple things on my mind. Um for the past few weeks and I was like oh man this would be good but no today takes the cake so um I went to the Asian market and the Asian market is like 20 minutes away from me now instead of like um the like usual like 15 or whatever that it used to be when I lived in my old apartment like a year ago um so like I don't love going over there because it's just like very much out of the way the highway it's weird blah blah blah, whatever so so yeah and then also for whatever reason um my data for my phone wasn't working for like the past Mm -hmm. like few weeks like when I because like obviously like I'm home like all the time pretty much so I use like wi-fi but like when I would leave and I'm using data I legitimately couldn't I couldn't google I couldn't go on social media I couldn't like check like my pet cam like I couldn't do anything I couldn't even go on the mint mobile like app like I was just like what the hell is going on like I literally just could not figure it out also like my car play is fucked up I don't know anyway so um so but like so I was like using ways to get to like the Asian market um because like I don't know like the the way to get there for all for all because um I don't go there super often anymore um from like where I live currently um so I was like using ways and like when I noticed that like ways was being weird and I was just like like when I was going to the Asian market and I was like I know, like, I, like, kind of know the way, like, to go there, um, and it was, like, trying to take me to, like, an exit that had, like, a toll, and I was, like, girl, no, I ain't got no toll money, so I, like, just kept going, and it finally rerouted itself, and we figured it out, so then coming back, oh my god, I'm, like, I get on the highway, and I'm, like, I'm, like, following it, 
and it takes me to a fucking toll road. Damn. And I don't carry in cash. There. I don't oh, there. do any of that stuff. And it's 70 cents. I don't have a penny in my car. And I'm just like freaking the fuck out. I know exactly where you and were then, too. That bridge sucks. And then um and then there's like no person in like the booth thing. So you like supposed nope. to throw the change in the thing and it's then like keep the pushing. And so I'm just like freaking out i'm like oh my god like freaking 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 out and then the car pulls up behind me and i like get out the i legitimately get out the car and for a split second i was like am i gonna get shot but then because you know the internet being a black female um you know on the highway a little sus but I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I'm a dude anyway. And then, like, I waved the guy down. It's a black guy. And I was like, um, do you have it, like, an extra 70 cents or something? He was like, I don't got nothing, too. I'm about to, like, back up and go to the other one. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I look over and, like, the line is getting super long. And I'm just like, oh, my God, 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 oh, my God. So then yeah. I look. Anxiety nightmare. <laughs> so I look in the little. So, like, there's, like, the thing where you throw the change in. Then underneath it, there's like a bunch of change in there. And so I take it all out <laughs> and I start counting 70 cents, no way. girl. No way. 70 no cents way. for the toll. Exactly. And I was like, oh my yes. God. And so That's I was like, okay, okay. So I like get back in my car and I close the door and I throw it in and it goes through and I go. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. So that was the you amazing part. You got lucky part. as hell. Yep. But then... My dumbass didn't think, hey, get off at the next exit because this is a toll road. So homegirl comes up to another toll and I'm just like, what the oh, fuck? No. So then I like get into like, if I think like on like the, what is this? I can't, right hand side. Um, There's like the, like the last right one, last um booth or toll booth or whatever. There's like an actual person in it. And I like went to that one and I was like, hey, I don't have any cash. And she looked so annoyed with me. <laughs> she was like, and then she just gave me a slip and she was like, hey, like just pay it like later or whatever yeah and so it's 70 cents you can pay it online or whatever but then i was like girl we need to get off this toll road so the next exit i got the fuck off because i was like yeah oh my god i was like i've been there for sure i was just like (laughs) so that's my what's got you hot um always have change in your car because you never know um but i did figure out what um what was the issue with like my data and stuff it's because i have a vpn I am so sick of like the VPN discrimination when it comes to like the internet because there are so many times where I have I always try to have my VPN on but sometimes like it's a pain in the ass to have it on because you can't get on anything so my VPN mm-hmm. so I my Wi-Fi was off on my phone but um but the um data the VPN was still trying to connect and so like the data wasn't working so it was just like on the fritz or whatever so finally when I got the VPN turned off I figured that out my data was actually working and I was like oh my god but yeah that's my what's got you hot I am exhausted after that like my my adrenaline was like running because I was like freaking out I was like I'm in this booth and I don't have any cash there's no one there and like oh my god like so I got super super lucky at least on that first (laughs) I'm sure somebody was in a control center on watching the cameras like look at her look at her scraping for change off the ground 
get it girl no. yeah because i found like a dime on the ground and then there was like 60 cents like in the little like the change catch with like i guess like if the change like the money doesn't go through or whatever like yeah. it doesn't read the money or whatever and so yeah. there was like 60 cents in there and i was like you know what I, shout out to the universe like you have my back mm-hmm. granted it was only 70 cents and i could have totally paid it and would have been fine but yeah shout out to the universe that ticket though yeah fair they love they love sending you that ticket with your little here's a picture of you evading <laughs> our toll <laughs> be like if you had a credit why why don't y'all use credit cards or like no, to pay that's too much shit. that's too much maintenance and stuff i i, I get it but anyway okay uh I'm going to have a very quick piece because I don't want to get ranty because I know I will. But I have to say some more stuff about this Ahmad Arbery case. Um, first of all, I've, I keep seeing people referring to it as the Ahmad Arbery trial. He's not on trial. He's dead. The people on trial are the people who killed him. Who... Honestly, I, I don't like using this word because it is very uh, jarring word to use, but they, they lynched him. I, I do believe that they lynched him. And not to get too dark, but that's just what I believe. Um, I will say, what, what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to use my opportunity to, one, let our listeners know that if they aren't currently following this case they absolutely should it's broadcast everywhere right now in the u.s um you don't even have to have cable tv to watch it that's the best part i've been watching everything live stream through youtube for free through either abc long crime network 11 i think it's called 11 news now or 11 action news i think it's the one of atlanta's channels um because this case is taking place in southeast georgia um or this trial taking case in southeast taking place in southeast georgia um i think you can even watch it on court tv court tv has a youtube channel all kinds of information and and free stuff available for you to view this case right now they are in the portion of closing arguments so the thought is tomorrow the prosecution or or the state in this case the people who are um in a way trying to um make the case for uh Ahmaud Arbery they they are making their final statements early tomorrow and the jury will begin to deliberate we don't know how long that'll take it could be an instant thing where the jury goes back and then 20 minutes later they have their verdicts um it could be a multi-day thing like the Rittenhouse trial uh it really just depends on how the jury is split and and you know if they have doubts and they need to look over other evidence or whatever but anyway i really encourage you um and and even if we post this episode and it's already been there done that if you didn't pay attention to it please 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 take a look at what what happened this story in general is fucked up this neighborhood where this thing happened is fucked up the people who live in this neighborhood are fucked up and this is just a classic case of white people making assumptions for black people assuming they don't belong where they are assuming they're there to cause harm or commit a crime and assuming that they get to do 
what they feel is right, which in this case was them trying to, uh, the defense basically is these three people who um, are responsible with, with, with killing Mr. Arbery. Their, their whole defense is, we were just trying to perform a citizen's arrest because we believe that he broke into someone's property and was in the process of committing crimes when there was no evidence of that. I, there's all this stuff that is just so unfairly skewed towards this black man that died and the defense lawyers are some of the most blatantly racist people I've ever seen in the judicial branch and that includes those crazy people on the Supreme Court seat it's just again I don't want to get too much into it but really really encourage you to go back look at the trial follow the trial see how it ends, see how it affects people, see how Ahmaud Arbery's family has been dealing with this because this is just rinse and repeat. There's been so many fucking cases just like this. And if these three men were not to be charged for these crimes, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I'm very nervous about the verdict because there's a lot riding on this verdict because that Rittenhouse trial did not go the way a lot of people wanted it to go either. And so there's a lot of added pressure on this trial as well. So anyway, I, I just encourage you to really um, take a look at everything that's presented. Some of the evidence I will say is hard to look at because they do show um, autopsy photos uh, from the morgue. And the, the main piece of evidence being the video of him being shot dead in the street. That's also extremely difficult to watch, but I really implore you, if you don't know anything about this trial, if you haven't been following it, please, please educate yourself on what happened. And that's all I'll say about that. So, yeah. Did you want to add anything? Um, I've been following via social media. My timeline is like kind of not filled, yeah. but it mm -hmm. people have been talking about it so that's the way i've been keeping up with it so if you want to do something like that that's fine i blacked uh, violent black death is traumatic for me um violent yeah. black anything is extremely traumatic for me so i yeah. can't like follow close to a t um but also i feel like that trial just started but maybe it was uh, just kind of yeah. wrapped up in the beginning and ends of the Rittenhouse case, but... Um, That's right, yeah. So, so, yeah, but... I think this is day 11. 11, 11 or 10 or 11 uh, days of them fully in court mm. with the jury, but they have been doing um, some pre-trial hearings for at least the past 18 months or so. Okay, yeah. So there's been a lot of stuff that's already been dealt with, which I think is why this trial has gone rather quickly because they've already had a lot of evidence and reports and hear, uh, prior hearings happen where they're just taking that stuff that's been pulled from those hearings and uh, showing them for the jury. So, um, yeah. And, and to me, and I'll mention one more, uh, sorry, I'll mention one more, one more case uh, that to me has a similar feeling. I have a similar heaviness um, in my heart. And that was the killing of Botham John. Um, that was, I think, in... Oh, geez, now I'm going to forget the... I, I, either 20... I think it was 2018. 
yes, I think it was fall of 2018 when that happened. I think the trial was the next year in the summer. Um, but basically, Botham John was in his apartment in Dallas. He was this nice, kind accountant, just a easygoing guy, very sweet, um, you know, very good guy. He didn't have a record or anything. This is like one of those cases where it was like just the perfect person who was taken too soon under the most ridiculous circumstances. But basically, um, again, just to mention this case, if you're also in interested in another case, Botham John was sitting in his apartment. He just finished work. He was watching TV, listening to music, and I think he was eating a bowl of ice cream. Literally just chilling out in his own apartment. His didn't have roommates or anything. It was his own apartment that he paid rent for. And his upstairs neighbor directly above him was a police officer with Dallas PD. Her side of the story is, I just thought I walked into my apartment. It wasn't, it turned out not to be my apartment, but it was too late because I shot the guy because I thought someone was in my apartment. What really happened was both of them got home. He closed his door to his apartment, but it, the lock didn't engage. So the door never clicked shut officially. So anyone could have come and pushed the door open. But it just so happens that the lady that lived above him pushed the door open, saw him sitting on his couch, thought it was her apartment because it was dark or whatever she wants to say, she thought. And she shot him before he even had a chance to say anything to her. And he died. So um, she ended up, I think, getting seven years for manslaughter. And I, I just think it's ridiculous. Yeah, um, I remember that was... I think it was 2018. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, cause I, cause I was in Dallas same. the week he died. I was yeah. in Dallas that same week, and oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> that was that was crazy. That was when I when we landed at the airport, we drove past that apartment building. I could see it from the highway. Oh wow, that. Uh, I'll tell you off. I'll tell you off what happened. Okay. Um, when that news broke when I was in Dallas because it was not good. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, if you're black and you're listening to this, like, take care of yourself. Honestly, like, this mm -hmm. shit is hard. Like, it's gonna be all over yeah. social media. If you need to take a break from social media, do that. Like, it's I a agree. it's a lot going on. I. I wouldn't be surprised if I know like um when the Kyle Rittenhouse thing happened people were like fully ready for protests to happen again and I honestly think in I was like I don't think anyone's gonna protest quite yet also like it's the holidays so like I don't know if anybody <laughs> it's getting it is it is pretty cold in Wisconsin mm -hmm. too that tends to deter a lot of that type of activity yeah so I don't know what I think if the Ahmad are very case goes the other way or it doesn't you know or whatever like i think that would be more of a catalyst but i don't even know because it will be bad yeah so yeah so yeah we're we're at the wait and see yeah moment so i will say if if it goes left, please stock up on groceries, on like stock up on the things because it may not be safe to go outside for a while. Like, you know, you know, get your yeah. make sure you have things like stay safe and and all that stuff. So. So, yeah. 
but I guess we'll just okay, end it well, there. With that, yeah. yeah, with that being said, uh, we are going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Uh, so this was the Slight Sarcasm Podcast. I am Amber. I'm Celeste. That is Celeste. As always, we do want to thank you for all for listening. Uh, we encourage you to take a look at our social media, which is always linked in the show notes. And you can also email us with any questions or suggestions at the Slight Sarcasm Podcast at gmail.com. And yeah, thanks again. Uh, and <laughs> we hope you guys join us in the next episode where we can be super cynical again. <laughs> thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.